welcome back to another episode of Powering Through Adversity with Mark and Destiny, where we give you guys all the greatest tips on how to get through these very hard times and how to get through adversity, whether you're married, single, kids, no kids. We're here to drop the tea on everything. Hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. Um, I know it's been a minute since you guys have heard me give an intro, but here I am. Hope my voice sounds super crisp today. Um, yeah, guys, I've been having a, I've been having a week, I guess I could say, it, you know, it, it hasn't been one of the worst weeks. It hasn't been one of the best weeks. That's just life. I guess you should say, um, it's going along. Okay. Though, you know, the normal bump and grind, you know, type of thing. Um, but I hope you guys are having an even better week. Destiny, how you doing over there this week and everything like that? What, what, what you what you what you got going this week? What, what what's what's good in the hood with you? Well, um, like you said, it's been a pretty hectic and busy week to say the least. It has not been one of our worst weeks, however, so that's a blessing. Um, but it's been a crazy week. So um, it's Friday night. It's 10.52 p.m. and we're sitting here recording this podcast and we are both exhausted. We just put the kids down not too long ago, fed them, gave them baths. And at this point, we don't even have the energy to give our own selves a bath. We might go to bed stinking. I don't know. You just, you, you gotta see. But uh, yeah, um, this week was hectic because I actually went into the office for my job. The office is in Atlanta and I, we current, well, we currently live like probably an hour and some change away from my job. So, you know, it's a bit of a drive getting up at 6 a.m. to make sure that I'm on time to work at 10 a.m. You know, it can mess with your mental a little bit because you're getting up, doing all this stuff, getting the kids dressed, dropping them off at school. And then I'm sitting in the car for about two hours. So. Not so eventful. What I can say, though, is it's a beautiful office. So I do enjoy going into the office and the change of scenery. I just wish it wasn't so far. And if any of you know, if anybody's been to Atlanta or you live in Atlanta, you're listening to this podcast. The Atlanta traffic is terrible. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. Well, I might have to object to that. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like the Atlanta traffic. Uh but I'm a city boy and I don't know. I'm, I'm just weird like like this, but it's weird. Like I love being in the hustle and bustle of traffic. Um, I love to see people driving all over the place. Like I want to be scared that somebody's going to hit me. Like I, I don't know why what? I enjoy it. Yeah, it's not a place to go to be at real soon. Because no, sometimes it's a bit entertaining to see like a, a huge SUV just fly over six different lanes at the same time. You know, no, I don't think that's cute. And the way your car tilts to the left a little bit when you're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, right. No, for real. Like, I, I've always been kind of weird with liking more traffic or, or a bigger crowd. Like, even with Black Friday, it's like, I love Black Friday, even if I'm not getting anything, because I just like to be in the scene where people are running all over people. <laughs> So wouldn't you say, though, that 
it's not necessarily the traffic that you enjoy because I've heard you multiple times say how you were not a big fan of the traffic, but it's more so you just like the city life of Atlanta and, you know, seeing people and the business aspect and people going and to and and fro and stuff. You like seeing that, but you don't necessarily like sitting in traffic. Well, I I mean, the whole thing about why I like the city is it's kind of like its own topic. But just just the traffic around Atlanta, it's like it's not it's 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 a it is kind of interesting. Nobody likes sitting in traffic. Nobody likes sitting bumper to bumper for an extra two to three hours. But with Atlanta City traffic, I, I think maybe it's because of all the different roads. It's like why you sit in traffic. Maybe maybe okay, maybe it does have a touch of why I like the city. Um I can see all the buildings, see all the lights. Um so I used to go to college in Atlanta, uh, Georgia State University, <laughs> uh, for, for anybody that wants to, you know, get an application, become a Panther. I'm the guy to talk to. But, you know, when I would commute, I would love, even though there was traffic, I would love going to the city in the morning because every morning you get to see all the different buildings and be reminded what Atlanta is about. Like, I just, I love it. And I'm a city boy, so like I, I do love the city. Like sometimes after class, I just get in my car and just drive around the city just because, or even just walk. Or sometimes I even just walk down um, the the main street with all the buildings and stuff just to see what's out there. Go to the car, stop by, get something to eat. I really do enjoy the city. Um, but speaking of traffic, on today's episode, we want to kind of talk about some of the hardships and today's current economy and how things are seeming to get harder and harder every single day. And we want to kind of also go through what are some ways to battle against that, you know, how we get through some of these tough times and and still attempting to have better days with a lot of the situations going on in our world today. And speaking of traffic, one of the biggest problems that we might deal with is gas. You know, gas prices keep fluctuating and everything right now. So um, obviously, when gas goes up, that's not the best news you want to wake up to in the morning or the first thing you want to see when you start your day and need a full tank, especially if you're driving 30 minutes or more to where you got to go. The gas prices start to really, you know, dawn on you because of how much gas you actually have to use. It's 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 getting kind of crazy out here. And, it, and it's not just gas. It's like everything. Everything is going up. Prices on just about everything is going up. We already know. I'm sure everybody has witnessed that chicken has gone up a lot. Eggs have gone up outrageously. I actually almost had a heart attack the other day. I uh, I was talking to Destiny about the, the noodles, you know, the ramen. And I was going to get some because I know that's a cheaper route to go. You know, if you want you a little lunch. And I went online <laughs> and it said $16 for a 12 pack of chicken ramen noodle. And, you know, I almost had a whole heart attack because I'm like, dude, the cheapest thing you could buy in the hard times has just went up. It's just got so much more expensive. What am I going to do? I'm not paying $16 for a whole box, but it was a false alarm, false alarm. I was looking at the wrong location. Apparently, that's how much they charge for people out in California, which is a little bit more understandable because it's so high priced out there. But even there, it's like, yeah, that's that's a lot. It was showing 
$3.28 for one single pack. Whereas I remember a time where we used to get those for 17 cents. So it is, it's kind of crazy to see everything going up. Everything, all the bills is going up, power, electricity, water bills is going up, car insurance going up. I mean, things you, you wouldn't even name them. I think there was some kind of bill with our mortgage. It was some kind of hidden fee <laughs> that, that miraculously went up that I had no idea about. And I'm like, why did this even go up? Destiny, what, what are your thoughts on today's current economy and like prices and stuff like that? Like, what, what does it feel like to you every day when, when you wake up and step out into this fine, brutal, cold, amazing world? Um, I honestly feel like it's starting to get just a little bit scary. Um, and I know God tells us not to be feel, fearful. Um, and I don't even think I'm necessarily, it's not a thing where I'm scared for myself. However, you know, I look around and there are people that are homeless, you know, people that are struggling financially and are just going through a tough time. And for some reason, it just seems like after the pandemic hit, it's like stuff just really hit the fan and it's like prices on everything started increasing, you know, it just seemed like everybody was so much under like more under stress and it still feels like that up until this point like when I talk to people before the pandemic it was just it felt like a sense of like freeness that everybody carried and you know it was just a sense of peace and happiness and you know we're just living life now everything just seems so serious and you know, with prices going up and everything, it's like everybody is just focused on like, look, I'm just trying to get through today. I'm just trying to make a living. I'm just trying to make ends meet for my family. And I legitimately feel like that about everything, like my interactions with people, you know, when I talk to people at work um, and don't get me wrong, you know, life is still fun and, you know, there are things that happen, but it just feels so much more serious now. So when I have conversations with people at work, we'll actually have like a lot of more serious moments where, you know, it's, it's a group of people that I met in our training and we all created a group chat and we reach out to each other. Um, pretty much every day, you know, because we have a pretty hard job, I would say. And um, it takes a lot of learning and knowledge in order to make sure that you're doing the job efficiently. And so we all reach out to one another for help and, you know, questions and we all just help each other out and stuff like that. And I feel like there's not a day that goes by that it's probably like six people in a group, but I feel like there's not a day that goes by where somebody is, you know, in the group saying like, man, today is just a hard day for me, or I'm just having a, a tough time or, you know, somebody's dealing with something that's so serious or there's even days where I'm just like, man, today is just not the day. And I mean, we had to go into the office um, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday of this week. And Tuesday was just like not the best day for me. And I even had a moment where I'm just like, today is just not not it. And I feel like I have more and more days recently where it just feels like you know, it just feels so serious. It just feels like, you know, life is just starting to seem to become so overwhelming 
for everyone, not even just myself. It just seems like everybody, when I look around, it seems like everybody is just dealing with their own stuff. And I don't know if this is because it's just like, you know, I'm 25 and, you know, I'm, I guess I'm starting to peak in my age. And so I'm starting to see life for what it really is. Um, and through a different lens opposed to the way I was looking at it when I was 18 or even 21, you know, before I had children, I think children really just matured me and just looking around and seeing how it, it feels like everybody is just going through their own stuff. And it doesn't seem like there's ever a period as of lately, where somebody's just not going through something. It doesn't seem like, you know, there is a point where somebody is just experiencing a, a blissful and wonderful life. And I know life is not peaches and cream, and I know everything is not perfect, but it just seems like more often than not, you know, I'm hearing people say, you know, just it's I'm having a hard time and it's bigger stuff. It's not just, oh, you know, I just had an off day today. It's like, man, life is just starting to weigh heavy on me. And, you know, finances and the economy plays a part in that because, you know, we're already going through enough mentally and dealing with a lot of, you know, just in, internal stuff trying to better ourselves and trying to create these schedules that run so seamlessly and trying to make sure that, you know, we're in a certain routine where it doesn't make our life seem so hectic. And in addition to that, you wake up and, you know, the cost of living has skyrocketed. You know, you want to stop renting an apartment and you want to get a house, but the house prices are like unbelievable right now. You want to buy a new car, but you know, the car payment is 800 plus dollars a month. I mean, who can afford that? You know what I mean? And I think about, I've been thinking about this so much lately. Um, I have to salute my mom and everything that she did for us as a single parent, because just, you know, thinking about how she struggled with four kids to make ends meet, to make sure that, you know, we had a roof of our head, food in our bellies, you know, everything we needed. And she did that all by herself. And then to turn around and now the prices are the way they are now, it's like, you know, it really makes me feel for single moms because I'm like, how are, you know, they making it through? I salute them. You have to like really bust your butt now. I mean, even me and my husband, it's like we're having to go to great lengths to, you know, do things to make sure that our family is is running at the pace that it needs to be running at, that our children are taken care of, you know doing extra things. And it's all about putting your best foot forward. And of course, you know, you can't just sit around and do nothing, but geez, it just seems like there's just so much going on in the world right now. And I mean, it, it's honestly scary because I'm like, where do we go from here? You know, what what's going to happen next? I can only imagine, you know, how things are about to get. It just seems like everything is just increasing. And it's almost to the point where I'm just like, 
I know it's not one single person that's raising the cost of food and and income and, and housing and, you know, stuff like that. However, I'm like, do these people want to see us down and out? Like, do they want to see us poor and scraping the bottom of the barrel? Because I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, just the fact that now it's like you have to really think about your choices and your financial decisions and just how things are going to affect you long term. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't already be thinking about those things, but now just with everything that's going on in the world, it just makes you want to really, I guess, be mindful of the things that you're doing, be mindful of your spending habits, be mindful of, you know, your, your time, the stuff that you put your time into, that's a big one. That's actually something that me and my husband are dealing with now. It's like, you don't have enough time. You know, people say there's 24 hours in a day and I'm like, that 24 hours in a day, it seems like you blink and, and the day is over. I mean, it's so much stuff to do and so little time to be able to do that. And I think it, it's just insane. I think about when we were kids, I feel like the day would drag by and it's like ever since I've became an adult, I feel like the day literally goes by in the snap of a finger. It's, it's so weird. And I don't know if it's just because my lens that I have been viewing the world from has changed. And maybe that's probably this. I'm, I'm probably sure that's what it is. Um but I just feel like we're in a period and I'm just speaking for myself, but just also based on everything that I've observed as of recently, it just seems like we're currently in a period where just life just seems more serious. And honestly, a lot of us don't even have the time for friends or family or, you know, those times where we can just really let our hair down and enjoy the moment. Because we're so busy focusing on the future and how, you know, what we're doing in the now can impact that. And yeah, it it can be a little heavy to think about sometimes. So that's definitely how I've been looking at it. But I just mainly have been trying to keep the faith and know that God is going to continue to take care of my family and provide because he always does, even if it's at the last minute. And you know, just trying to make sure that I'm I'm staying a course, make sure that I'm in my word and praying and really just feeding my spirit with positive things and not trying to focus so much on the negative and everything that's going on around me. And also, you know, setting up those boundaries with myself and saying, hey, you know, tonight is going, you got to cut it out. So, you know, all these things that you have on your to-do list, you just may not be able to get it done today. And that's okay. Um, just being mindful of those things, being mindful of my time, being mindful of how I navigate this world and just who I am. That is currently how I'm feeling and where I stand on everything as far as the economy. I feel like just the way economy has been, the economy has been lately and the way we're like the direction that we're headed in. I'm just like, look, right now I only have time for (laughs) like my family and 
you know, everything that I can provide for my family as far as being a mom and being a wife and and being me. And, you know, if I have the extra means to do something else, I will. But, you know, if I don't, I just don't. And I, I can't. And I feel like I'm being robbed in a sense, it feels like, of a lot of things. But I really feel like even though that this is this has been a tough time for us and, you know, other people as well. I think that this is I'm going to come out of this experience and it's going to be re- like a really great learning experience. It's going to be something that's really, really good. And I feel like there's light at the end of this tunnel. So that's what keeps me pushing and keeps trucking. Well, I definitely agree with everything you just spoke on. You know, me personally, I, I always even make this analogy. I feel like um, life has us in a checkmated position right now. It's it's like no way you really can win at this point. And um, at least that's what it feels like in certain situations. I mean, we just talked about how prices were going up on every single thing. When you look around, everything I mean, I mean, prices are going up on every single thing, like, but wages aren't going up. Like the amount people get paid for their time and for what shows on paper that they're worth for this sad amount of time for this sad job, it's not going up. And, and that makes it harder for the people to live by when you're making a certain amount of money, but the prices all around you keep going up. Your bills are going up. Your Electric is going up, your water's going up, your gas is going up, your food is going up, and taxes is going up. Um, how can you really sustain if you're of the amount you're bringing in isn't going up? So it leads to the next option, unfortunately, is to work more so that you bring in more money. That could be overtime. That could be a second job. That could be a part-time job. But in doing that, you're losing two other things. One, you're losing time. And two, uh, you're losing, you're losing that downtime for rest and, and family and, uh, working on yourself, you know, and, and I guess that, <laughs> I guess that all fits in the same thing as time. But, um, yeah, just think about it like this. If you're somebody that has a spouse, that has kids, um, that have their own personal projects. Like you want to work on, uh, fitness and getting back in shape, or you want to work on teaching your children, uh, their sight words or, um, helping build new projects and ideas with your spouse or you like reading. The more that we have to do as far as like working, in order to make ends meet, the less time you have with that. So you have to literally choose sometimes. Like I personally feel like right now I'm on a specific, I'm in a specific situation and on a specific schedule where there's nothing that I can do without taking away from something else. Like perfect example right now, which I have no problem with. Um, we're recording our podcast, but it's most definitely taking away from our sleep. Um, if we were to go to sleep normal time, well, guess what? It's taken away from our time towards the podcast. Um, and if we were 
to send the kids to bed super early so that we have more time to do the podcast. It's taking time away from our kids. Um, and there's just no, there's just no way you look at it. Like, you know, you got to take something away every time you put something back in. Just, same thing with, with my wife getting the kids ready in the morning. If you get them up super early to get them to, to daycare, um, so that you potentially have more time to work on responsibilities or work on something extra or do something extra before work. Well, you're kind of losing time, um, with your kid. You're potentially losing time with sleep uh, because you're trying to wake up early. But then you, if you wait later and take the kids to school later, you, you deal with missing out on that time for yourself or time to do feel responsible. I mean, take care of your responsibilities and you have to get them to school um, later. And then it may possibly be rushed. If I have to go and work a second job after I get off from my main job, it takes longer for me to get home and help with the kid. So destiny has to be with the kids longer and, and by the time I get home, she's all extra tired from taking care of the kids. So then I may not get to spend the best amount of time that I want to with her because she's falling asleep as we're watching movies or, you know, and if I'm working a second job, I'm most likely falling asleep too as I'm watching movies. <laughs> like, but it's, it's like, it's no way, it's no way you look at it. Even with money, let's look at money with the, with the price of food going up and, and the amount that we're bringing in with our jobs. It's, it's no way to like, I don't know. If there's a, a, a way to, you can't have it both ways. Like people always say that we already know that rule. We can't, you can't have, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So food prices going up. What does that mean? You might need to, you might need to cut back. You might need to budget your money, but guess what? If you budget your money, you cut back. You're not getting the full amount of things that you want. And it's crazy to say in today's time, a lot of times you have to cut back on the things that you need because you just can't get it. That's sad. Or you go and get what you need and everything that you want, but then you're cutting back on your resources. You're, you're, you're forcing yourself to spend money that you didn't have to spend on that specific thing. You're taking money from somewhere else, you know, and, and then, you, and then forces you to work harder to replace it, taking more time from somewhere else, from someone else. Like, you know, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. You want to put your kids in daycare to benefit your work schedule and, and you being able to go work that second job. But then the, the, the crazy price of daycare is taking the money right back out for you. You, you leave them out of daycare. You take away your ability to go make the extra money. It's, it's a checkmate all over the place. Like you, you, let's look at car. Cars getting a little older. You know, it, you had it for a minute. You go out and get a new car, you're getting an all new car payment, all new car insurance. Most likely the price is going to be high if you get what you want uh, or sacrifice in order to get what you don't want. And either way, you're getting a new car. So you're paying extra money that you didn't want to pay. Or you have to think about the other big decision is not getting a new car and saving your money. But you do that, then you got to think about. Well, my old car is still running right now, but there's a potential it could keep breaking down. And then it breaks down. You got to spend more money. Long story short, because I'm just giving a bunch of examples. I just feel like life is in such a checkmate position right now. So the only thing that I feel like you really can do 
well, first of all, you always trust in God. Because that's when you spoke on this earlier. It seems like no matter what, when you really when you're really putting your faith in God and trusting him, because at this point, that's you can't even like you have to lean on him. Like there's no way to make it through without leaning on him and trusting him. Like, I don't know how in the world I'm gonna get through this, but Lord, it's about time. Let you take the wheel. You have to do that because you, we're not going to be able to do it ourselves. And it's been working out. Um, and, and my one of my biggest advices, I would say pay tithes. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I don't know what it is. It seems like in my life, every single time I don't pay tithes, I have way less money, which doesn't make sense. If you don't pay tithes, you're obviously keeping the money just so-called that you're making from work. But then when you pay tithes, you're taking away a lot. But every single time we've always paid tithes, everything has always been taken care of. But when I'm not paying tithes, it's like, bro, like I'm looking for money everywhere. Like I don't have no money. I don't know what I'm going to do. My advice, pay your tithes. It's only 10%. God only asks for 10% off the top. When you get your check, pay your 10%. Like I promise you, that's one of the biggest first steps is to like seeing an increase where you're at right now. Um, my advice. Second advice, put your faith in God. Um, trust in him. Let him lead you. Don't overstress about the situation that you're in. And I'm not saying that that's going to be an easy task because for me, it took a very long time and I still have an issue with it. Um, because when I start seeing all the dominoes fall, the bad dominoes, um, this bill here, this bill there, they called about this. They taking this out your check. They, you know, they sending you this in the mail, car breaking down, uh, school shutting down, uh, extra bills going up, extra fees you didn't know about. You start to like kind of <laughs> stress, uh, I guess I should say. And you start thinking about what can I do to fix this problem? You start thinking like that. You're kind of putting yourself out there. And making yourself the main, you know, you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're not trusting in God no more. And you're trying to do everything yourself. It's not going to work that way. But um, so always have faith. Keep keep your faith. Keep pushing. Now, outside of that, things that we can do ourselves um, as we're letting God lead us. I would say let's start building some good habits. Like and, and and actually, honestly, Destiny touched on a lot of these already. Um, but we'll 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 specifically point them out. You know, maybe you can make you a list off of this. But let's start building some good habits that will help us with this. We all know money is an issue, um, and in order to combat that, one of the biggest things we could do is find out how can we save our money. Simple. Don't don't overthink it, guys. Don't overthink it. It's simple. How can you save your money? Don't spend it on things you don't need. It's it's a sacrifice. When it gets to points like this, it's a sacrifice. If you don't need that necklace, if you don't need that watch, if you don't need that cologne, if you don't need those boots, that purse, save your money. That two hundred dollars that you would have spent on that purse, you could invest that two hundred dollars somewhere else. You could save that $200 in your savings account for a really bad stormy, rainy day. Um, you could save that for the next time you have absolutely no money and you need a full set of groceries. 
let's start saving um, and not spending money on things that we don't need. When it comes to money, the smaller things do add up. I can attest to you for that. I, I always like get me um, a nice little drink, quick trip on the way to work. I used to like getting, you know, a little bag of snack, maybe get me a little, you know, honey bun or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it it adds up like, you know, every day it looks like it's small. Like, oh, it's just two dollar drink, uh, just four dollars all together. But if you go to work five days out of the week, that's twenty dollars. You know, four weeks out of the month, that's eighty dollars. You got an eighty dollar reoccurring subscription on Quick Trip, Quick Trip snacks. Might as well call them Quick Snacks. Put it down in your notebook as one of your bills. That's what you're doing to yourself right now. And that's just one shop. That's not talking about all the times you're going to McDonald's, want something good to eat. Oh yeah, I'm going to Red Lobsters. I gotta have those cheddar biscuits. You know, all, all the times you go into Olive Garden and then Friday night, you going out with your friends trying to eat at Cheesecake, Roof Chris, Longhorn. Then uh, that's after you went to the movies. You know, all these expenses add up and the little things definitely add up. Well, it's crazy. Like what we've been trying to do more is is trying to come up with meals and cook cook at home. Initially, when you're in the bad habit of like being able to spend, go get that nice cheeseburger, go get those fries, go get this, go get that. You, you, you don't want to think about, oh, I got to eat from home. But it's actually way better when you really think about it. And we all know this. The fast food industry nowadays is is, is not the best thing that you want to be eating. It, it doesn't taste as good as it used to anymore. Every time you go to McDonald's, the fries is not hot no more. Yeah, Amen. <laughs> uh, sweet tea been sitting there for three days sour double, <laughs> double cheeseburger is literally all it is double cheese and a double burger not even melted it's not even a when i used to pull up at mcdonald's i used to think of a nice charbroiled cheeseburger them burgers is not charbroiled. no no hold on get like listen listen to what, how i say it a nice charbroiled <laughs> cheeseburger that's how i used to think of it I don't, I don't think of it like that no more. No, I, literally, like <laughs> I, now, I just think of it as the double cheese. <laughs> like, it's it's not the same, man. Nothing is the same no more. So you're 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 spending more, and as a matter of fact, you're actually spending more now than we we than we used to for these same you know items. You're spending more for less quality. At that point, it makes no sense to spend the money on it when you still, even though prices are going up at the grocery store, you still can go to the grocery store. Spend that amount of money and come home and have way more food. I used to be able to go to the grocery store and pay a dollar for some pasta and a dollar for some pasta sauce. Uh, if you want to spend a little more, get you some ground beef, one of the small rolls, get what you need, only $3. And right there, you got a meal for $5 that by yourself and last you at least three days. And if you, you know, you and somebody else, two days. Some spaghetti, uh, penne pasta, the chicken alfredo, you know, that stuff you get from Red Lobster. You can make it and look you up a couple of recipes. That's that's what's wrong with society nowadays. People don't <laughs> people don't want to spend the extra time and effort to go look up stuff. I promise you, you can make it better than Red Lobster. I promise you, you can make that steak better than Root Chris. 
we're we not going to say better than Ruth Chris, but we, we, you, you can make one just as good as a Longhorn. You know? <laughs> Ruth Chris getting their state shipped in overseas. I mean, we, we remember, we trying to say, get what we need. You know? so, but for real, like, so I'm going to give you guys, a, I'm going I'm to give you guys a, uh, a good example of what we did. So we actually did this once and I loved it. It was amazing. For two weeks, we planned out our whole food schedule. It was kind of like making a meal for every two days. We planned it out for two weeks uh, based on when we got paid and we set aside a budget. Because if you just go to the grocery store and just get groceries because you know you need groceries, you're going to leave out spending $300. You're going to. And that's just like getting what you think that you need. Anybody that goes to the grocery store and just get groceries without thinking about what they need, you're leaving like, you're probably spending like 600 more. But, you know, that's that's, you know, obviously it's very hard times. You're not able to do that anymore. So we set a budget um, for every time we get paid, get something from the grocery store. And sometimes with the way price going up, there's no way it seems like, let me say that. It seems like there's no way to get what you think you need off of that budget. So in order to make that budget, we say, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll go ahead and plan out what we're going to eat. So that we only get what we need. So I don't end up getting a box of pop tarts that we didn't have on schedule to eat for breakfast this week. And then you spend an extra eight dollars for no reason. Um, so and, and, and it actually worked for us. Like we had meals every two days we cook. Now, that's the only thing you got to actually cook. But and I'm going to get to that in a minute about how to save and make extra time. Uh, you gotta you got to cook, but we, we'll come up with some suggestions about how to make more time so that you can cook. Um, that's the only thing, but it'll be beneficial to you in the end. You cook every two days, get you a nice meal for two weeks. You can actually budget under a hundred dollars for two weeks and have a total of at least six meals. You can. And the key is don't overdo it. Like don't have a steak every single, don't have a steak every single night. Switch it up some. Like one night, get you some ground beef. That you could put in a spaghetti, ground beef. Like I said, pasta, sauce, ground beef. That you're not spending more than like about six, seven dollars for that whole meal, and you're gonna that meal's gonna last for about two, three days. And then the the next week, maybe if you want something a little better, get you some pork chops, get you a little steak. But since you just spent more on that meat for that day, next time go a little cheaper. Get something you know a little bit not so expensive. Get you know you might have to. Get you some of that thin sliced deli meat turkey to go for your next meal. But you can put like a nice macaroni and cheese, box macaroni and cheese on the side of that. With a, with a, so get you a vegetable, eat a little healthier uh, with some steamed broccoli, though. That's not too expensive. You know, the next meal, get you a can of a uh, corn. How much is that? It, it's not over. Probably like, well, how much is can, can, can food now? I don't have an accurate number on that, but I'm sure it's around a dollar. We're not overspending on that. And we need to be eating healthier anyway. Budget. That's long story short. Budget your money, plan out your meals and and make a plan to like try to cook more instead of eating out all the time. And this is actually going to lead into the next step. You cook more. You're actually being more healthy. And when you work on your health and your fitness, you know, and, and, and when I say fitness, I just mean being active, staying in shape. You know, you never know when you're going to be in an emergency situation and you need to be active. You need to run up some stairs. 
You need to drag somebody out the door. You need to go jump out of something. You need to run away from something for longer than five, 20, 30 seconds. It's good to stay in shape. Um, So stay in shape and eating healthy. You can get in a good habit of doing that. It actually, it actually adds to your overall energy for each day and gives you more momentum to go and do more. So when we get tired from our long days that we had to work overtime, work a double shift, we have more energy because we're, you know, exercising more, stretching our body more, you know, it in, it increases our energy and it also increases mental health. It helps you get through some of these hard times a lot easier because fitness and exercise is proven to uh, increase your mental health stability. So I encourage all of y'all to get active, man. And another thing that I wanted to, to touch on is, so when it comes to timing, man, if you don't have, you find yourself in situations where you're not having a lot of time for stuff, just start making you a schedule. Like write down, first step, write down everything that you have to do on every day. You know the main things you got to do. You know you got to go here, take care of this responsibility. You know, you got to take care of your kids. You know, you got to cook here. You know, you got to pick them up at this time. You know, you got to go to work at this time. Write down a list of your schedule and organize it to where you can fit some extra stuff in. When you write your schedule down, look at it. You can see your open availabilities. You can see where you have time to add things to that schedule that may be beneficial, productive to your life. Um, and you can even add in days, uh, add in times to actually take care of things or do things that you thought you didn't have time to do. So like I said, when it comes to cooking, you feel like you don't have time to cook. Um, you can organize your schedule and maybe create an hour where you can go ahead and cook and meal prep. You meal prep, it saves you time in the morning. You don't have to try to cook a breakfast like off rip. And then be late to work. You'll have your breakfast and stuff already ready. Breakfast and lunch already ready before you get ready to go in the morning because you found a good organized hour to cook it at night. Write your schedule out and take a look at where you can add some productive uh, space in there so that you can get more stuff done. Or you can spend more time with people or you can get more time to relax and enjoy your soap operas or whatever the case. We can't just let these hard times roll over us, man. We got to fight back. We got to find ways to battle against these uh, hardships. And I think the, this this will be a good stepping stone on how to get to better times. I mean, me personally, this is personally what I'm trying to do. And, and a part of this is right now with the podcast, but there's, there's other avenues I'm trying to work on at the same time as well, is make business flourish. Create my own business um, and when I say my own, I'm talking about me and my wife together, but create my own business and have that flourish so that I can step away from my nine to five job. And here's the thing. It's very, very hard to manage it right now, but we're already in a time period where we know in order to add this, you're going to have to take something else away. So by making that schedule, you can organize everything that you got going on and find that time in order to add a special project or specific time to work on yourself. Like I said, that's what I've been doing. One of the ways I feel like to get out of these hardships 
is to get away from these nine to five jobs. And this might even need to be a whole nother episode, actually. But um, personally, what I want to do is I want to leave the nine to five job eventually because that's 40, at least 40 hours a week that is coming out of your life, away from your family, away from your spouse, away from yourself, that you could be working on something else. So if I use the time that I have right now, since I'm already in the hardship and I use any extra time I can find to progress, build a business, work on it here, work on this website here, advertise this here, get better with this, throw this out there. Little by little, hopefully I would gain traction in in flourishing that business so that it starts to produce opportunities and produce money and currency that may be helpful that could be replaced that or that can be a replacement to my nine to five job once i get out of my nine to five job i have an extra 40 hours a week minimum that i could put more time towards my children my my marriage my business and possibly even learning a new skill um some of y'all are in school some of you trying to learn a new language some of you trying to learn how to drive. Some of you trying to teach somebody else how to drive. This, I, this is what I think will be good. And another reason why I want to do this is because the situation with money, money isn't everything. But in this world, and especially where we live, the money is like the driving factor for almost everything. So, and that's why we're in one of the hardest time periods. That we're ever in because the whole entire world, and when I say that, I'm speaking in general. I know that not every single body only cares about money, but most companies, most governments, most systems is built around trying to make more money. So that's why prices keep going up and wages keep stalling out. So in order to get away from that and not be trapped in this checkmated position, like I said, get your own business where you have financial freedom. Financial freedom creates other freedom. I was just talking to my wife about this today. You create your own business and you work hard and nothing. Like, don't, I mean, everybody wants to start a business, but you actually got to put the time and effort into it for it to grow. And it may not always grow right when you first start. And it may not always grow right the first time around, but it's your job to keep pushing and keep getting better. Know what you're doing. Research the, the market and find out how to flourish. You can do it as possible. There's millions and trillions of dollars. United States alone is trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. There's money out here for you to make. There's always going to be money out here for you to make. But we got to tap into it just like other people are successfully able to tap into it. And that's what I've been trying to go after lately is really trying to break that barrier so that I can be one of those people that have um, come away from the nine to five job and been able to, you know, have my own business so that I have more resources. I I don't want to be, I don't care about being rich or, you know, nothing like that, having, you know, insane amounts of money. I just want my family to be comfortable. I want to be able to go to the store and not freak out about how eggs have gone from $1 to $6 within, within six months. Like I want to be able to, not freak out about the fact that gas has risen 40 cents per gallon over the past weekend. You know, I don't want to freak out about like if my whole um, transmission falls out my car, 
I literally don't know what else I'm going to do in my life because I know I don't have the money to pay for a trans transmission. I want to be secured. I want my family to be secure. You know, anything happens, sickness, anything hurt, damage, like, you know, any anything happens, I want to be able to take care of it with, with no worry. So that, that's kind of the goal I've been pushing for lately. And I think that I would actually like to save the rest of that conversation for a totally different episode because we can really expand on that. I'm pretty sure Destiny might have some thoughts about that too. How do that can be beneficial. But the main idea of today's episode was really just supposed to, you know, talk about hardships in this economy currently, how it may be difficult for um, people that have children, people that are married, people that are busy with a job, people that may be in school, just anybody, you know, it's, there's no particular person, anybody, how it may be difficult for anybody to just live right now. And we just wanted to give some of those tips, you know, spend on things that are necessary for you, build a budget so that you can successfully pay your bills and also get the things that you need. Look at, take a look at your schedule, what you do on a daily basis so that you can write it out, organize it and see where you have time for growth. And what I mean by that is where you have time to work on something new, be productive, work on your mental, your, your health, get that time to yourself. That's going to help you, uh, start you off right the, the, the following day. Organize your time, organize your money, get, get fit, get fit, get active. Uh, increase your mental health because we're not going to let these bad times drag us down, man. You can't, you can't, you can't. I get, I mean, we all get moments where, you know, you get a little down, you get a little sad. And then I have those moments too, but I've, I've gotten to a point now where it's just like, I always bounce back. And that could be because of God. It could be because destiny motivated, both motivate me too. Um, or it could be because, like I said, I, I do feel like I have a strong mindset. So, when I get down, sometimes I bounce back because I know that nobody's going to get us out of these situations, you know, just because we don't like going through them. It's like it's up to us. You know, God gave us strength to be able to fight these battles. And God told us already he would never give us more than we could bear. So if we're going through this. It's for a reason it's to make you stronger. Like for me. My very first credit card, I went and spent $300 to get some LeBron James shoes that I still have, by the way. You know, they were very nice pair of shoes. I'm not going to, not going to knock it. Um, but it was a bad, it was a bad financial decision. I was in college. I could have used that for some books and time to pay for the books. Come around looking at my, looking at my mom and dad, you know, with the puppy dog. Cause I don't have enough to pay for books, but you know, it's a lesson that God sent. You know, these things that we go through so that we can learn from these things, uh, increase, get better, stronger, um, so that the next time it comes around, it's not as hard. And, and, and some of these situations is also to make us, you know, understand that we, wow, we really can't get through this without God anyway. Like, I literally feel like this past year, like in 2022, I've had, I had moments where I literally was like, Markel Jefferson, the one that is super determined, the one that is super strong, um, 
never gives up a, a huge, strong will, long lasting, invincible, the legend. I literally feel like I can't do this by myself. And you were not supposed to, but you know, we all want to be strong and stuff like that. I literally came to a point where I feel like I literally need God. <laughs> like I, I can't do this without him. I need him to take the wheel because I feel like I'm about to spin out of control. Like I literally had to um, like put it in his hand and things actually got a lot less stressful when I did that. Also, we'll talk about more on another episode about how relinquishing that worry and stress and making sure that you understand God is taking care of everything and you putting all your worry in God's hand. Oh man, you, you'll be so surprised how much that can help you. I'll give you one example. Should I give him one example or should I wait? <laughs> Where are you at? You can give him an example. Nah, nah, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll wait. We can hold that off to another another podcast. Well, we maybe we'll talk about it next week, you know, but but it's good to relinquish. Take yourself, take yourself out the middle, out the front. You know, it ain't always about you. I know, I know you like I know you like the spotlight. I know you do. I like the spotlights. <laughs> but it ain't all about us, man. It ain't all about us. You know, it really is supposed to be about us doing God's will. You God made us in our own image. God made us all with a purpose. Supposed to be supposed to be here doing his will, man. It ain't about us, you know. Um but I mean that's that's really all I got to say for this week's podcast. I mean, unless Destiny got something else she wants to add on, you know, we just wanted to come and talk a little bit, you know, um, just give as much advice, tips as we can, how to get through hard times. And, and it ain't always going to be perfect. And we may not always give the best advice for you because advice works different for different people. But we're always definitely going to give you the jewels like putting God first, making sure you put in your stress in him. You can't never go wrong with that. Let him lead you through those situations. Can't never go wrong with that. But uh, we, we just hope that this advice reaches you, touches you, um, because we're, we're going through it. Just, that's all it is. We're living examples of going through stuff and make, making it through stuff. And Destiny says all the time, and I still freak out all the time when bad times come, but it's always true and I think about it. And lately I've been getting more and more, you know, peaceful about situations popping up, but she's she's pointed out several times. I don't know if you always notice, but it seems like we always freak out when a big situation comes. Like, we don't know what we're going to do tomorrow, but it always ends up working out. And it's so crazy. We have so many testimonies of how, like, we'll literally go back and laugh. And, like, the thing we was freaking out about was, like, do you remember, like, when we was freaking out like this, like, and, and what actually happened and how it was taken care of? It was like, uh, it was taken care of from the beginning, but you know. <laughs> That's true. But you have anything that you wanted to add as closing remarks, Destiny, and you know, anything um any anything special you want to give to the audience out there? Well, I definitely want to say two things as far as my piece of advice. And one of them is, you know, as far as you know, I know my husband touched on earlier making a budget and cooking and it, it's very helpful. I will say that. And I actually have been enjoying it. We alternate one night he cooks, one night I cook, so on and so forth. Um, but what I will say is it does take a lot of discipline, especially if you're somebody like me that loves to eat out, that loves to just go and get whatever I want when whenever I want. Um, I think... 
one of the main things is when you make such a change as drastic and for us especially for me it did seem drastic for us to you know make budgets and make sure that we're actually going to the grocery store and planning out our meals and stuff but it it took it takes discipline even today literally i dropped the kids off at school and i had 2 hours to spare before i started work and that i can't tell you when the last time this happened so you know i was like man you know i'm feeling good i'm about to go to chick-fil-a and go ahead and you know get that breakfast bowl i don't know if y'all know what i'm talking about it's like a scramble bowl but it has chicken it has cheese i believe and it has um hash brown and eggs and then it comes with like this salsa it's so good and then you know y'all know chick-fil-a got that yoga parfait that don't be off the chain good but then i thought about it i'm like we have all of this at the house i mean minus the chicken because i ain't about to fry those chicken for no breakfast bowl y'all tripping but we, I mean, we have chicken at the house. I just ain't about to fry. You see what I'm saying? Like, we we not doing all that. I want to make sure that I am really, really taking advantage of these two hours. So, you know, I was really in debate because I'm like, man, I want to take a nap before I, you know, go to clock in at work. You know, I'm trying to get some sleep. If I cook, I'm like, man, that's going to take, take up too much of my time. So I'm like, I'm about to go to Chick-fil-A. You know, right when I'm, because the daycare is literally, so you have the daycare, you have our house, and then you have Chick-fil-A. And so in order, once I drop them off at daycare, you know, I turn back around and drive to the house, which is not very far. Um, And then I go to Chick-fil-A. But once I reached the house, I was just like, you know what? I thought about it. I'm like, we have blueberries at the house. We got granola at the house. We got yogurt. We got sausage, we got hash browns, and we got eggs. I came home and whipped that up so quick, and it was actually pretty good. It probably was, I, I want to say it was better than Chick-fil-A's. So, you know, I did what I had to do, and it was still enjoyable. I had me a very good breakfast. I was still able to relax, and it took a lot of discipline just to make that one decision. So I understand if, you know, sometimes are hard, you just want to pick the more convenient option. So what I want to stress to you is definitely discipline, discipline, discipline. And then also to make sure that you're checking your mental. So my husband also mentioned that sometimes we'll end up having to make a decision where, you know, if you do one thing, that something else is going to be lacking or you're going to have to sacrifice doing something else. And what I mean by that and I, what I mean by being able to check your mental is I know for me, I do this a lot. I have a mental to do list. And if that doesn't everything on that to do list doesn't get done that day, by the end of the day, I'm just like, OK, I was not productive today. Obviously, we didn't get everything that we needed to get done. It just was not a good day. I automatically start tripping out and feeling like it's the end of the world. I have those moments pretty frequently. But as of recently, what I have decided to do is what I can do. And so, you know, if I can only get the dishes done today and get the kids clothes washed and, you know, 
make sure that everybody is fed, but then I may not be able to read a book to my son before bedtime like I would have planned to because, you know, I'm just that tired. It's okay. It's okay to allow that to fall off. The world is not going to come to an end. I'm not going to be less of a mother because I didn't read my son a bedtime story. I can do it tomorrow. That kind of thing. So show yourself grace. Be patient. Check your mental in the moment. You know, in that moment, when you start feeling like that, immediately check yourself because that's what I've been doing. I've been saying, you know, and I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody because, you know, this is what works for me. Um, But you can try it. And, you know, it's something that we all end up having to do eventually anyways. But in the moment, you don't address yourself and be like, look, I did a lot today. I accomplished a lot. You know, I really got down there and, and rolled up my sleeves and did the hard work today. And I may have not gotten everything accomplished, but it's not like the rest of it can't get accomplished tomorrow. So those are the two things that I would, you know, my little tidbits that I would like to provide, you know, as far as advice and in, in being able to navigate this this world and how hectic it can get. Um, but yeah. I definitely think that you guys should, you know, just keep trying to be positive and not focus so much on the negative and things that are going on around us. Even if you see it, even if it just looks like this is not going to be a good outcome, you still have that opportunity to be positive and expect for something greater. But that just about I feel like wraps up this pod, this week's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and I hope we were able to really reach you and able to be a motivator to you because I'm not going to lie, doing these podcasts even motivate me, you know, because sometimes I may not even come in and be in the best mood when I'm doing the podcast, but, you know, it's halfway through, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I got this. And so do y'all. So... Thanks for joining and listening to our podcast. We appreciate you all. And we hope you guys have a wonderful week and weekend. And yeah, we're out of here. See you guys later. See you guys next week.